Okay, this one's kind of long, so prepare yourself. <laughs> um, it's on page 22 of the big book. Does it end on page 35? No, it ends on page 24. All right, that's good. Go ahead, huh? Perhaps there will, there never will be a full answer to these questions. Opinions vary considerably as to why the alcoholic reacts differently from normal people. We are not sure why, once a certain point is reached, little can be done for him. We cannot answer the riddle. We know that while the alcoholic keeps away from, dr from drink as he may do for months or years, he reacts much like other men. We are equally positive that once he takes alcohol, whatever, into his system, something happens both in the bodily and mental sense which makes it virtually impossible for him to stop. The experience of any alcoholic will abundantly confirm this. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. Therefore, the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind rather than his body. If you ask him why he started on that last bender, the chances will he will offer you any one of a hundred alibis. Sometimes these excuses have a certain plausibility, but none of them really make sense in the light of the havoc an alcoholic's drinking bout creates. They sound like the philosophy of the man who having a headache beats himself on the head with a hammer so he can't feel the ache. If you draw this fallacious reasoning to the attention of an alcoholic, you will laugh it off or become irritated and refuse to talk. Once in a while, he may tell the truth. And the truth, strange to say, is usually that he has no more idea why he took that first drink than you have. Some drinkers have excuses with which they are satisfied part of the time. But in their hearts, they really do not know why they do it. Once this malady has a real hold, they are a baffled lot. There is the obsession that somehow, someday they will beat the game, but they often suspect they are down for the count. How true this is, few realize. In a vague way, their families and friends sense that these drinkers are abnormal but everybody hopefully awaits the day when the sufferer will rouse himself from his lethargy and assert his power of will. The strange truth is the, if 
is that if the man be a real alcoholic, the happy day may not arrive. He has lost control. At a certain point in the drinking of every alcoholic, he passes into a state where the most powerful desire to stop drinking is of absolutely no avail. This tragic situation has already arrived in practically every case long before it is suspected. The fact is that most alcoholics for reason yet obscure, have lost the power of choice in drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring our consciousness with sufficient, to bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago we are without defense against the first drink period well thanks <laughs> sorry it was so long no it's great so paul welcome everyone nice to see you Let's just start at that last paragraph and maybe work back. So the fact is that most alcoholics for reasons yet obscure have lost the power of choice to drink. Well, hopefully what we're presenting here <clears throat> will make it clearer why they've lost the power of choice to drink. Yeah, because we've been taken over. The idea of being the driver has been debunked because we feel like we're driven. The system tries to come to some rationalized conclusion, but they're all holding empty, there's empty water. You have no idea what's going on because it's not you that's doing it, yeah? You find out after the effects. That's why most people, other people recognize the alcoholism before the alcoholic does. Why? Because the alcoholic is in an, an incredible cocoon of trance that the parasite keeps talking to us as us and uses us for transportation. That's not obscure anymore, hopefully. If you've been coming to these meetings, I hope it's not obscure. I hope there's been an answer for us, which is, let's not go to self, but there's a parasitical movement, which is other than us, that uses us for transportation, just like the car isn't privy to where the driver wants to go. The car just gets driven somewhere. Now, the car, with this amount of sentience, has a story that it's the driver, and when it runs into the alcoholic trips, it can't come to a rational conclusion because it seems so absurd where I'm going, if I'm the driver, it makes no fucking sense, even to the person who's being driven, and especially to people who are seeing them or looking at them. They can't imagine why these people keep getting loaded. This is sort of like a system grabbing at straws, trying to create or fabricate a narrative that keeps the central character in place, you, 
And it's not you. You're being driven. Yeah, you are a subordinate to the parasite. You are not having a parasite. The parasite's having you. There. Is that obscure anymore? I don't think so. So our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existence because something has overridden it. Something has taken over the system. Just like when a flu or a virus virus takes over the system. The way you want to feel is not the way you're feeling. You're going to go through what it's like to have a virus take over the system for 10 days. Now, we're dealing with a mental virus, which has... (laughs) It can occupy us for quite a long freaking time, yes, and we don't, don't see it coming, and therefore we can't see it go, yeah, because we're, we're in a trance that it promotes and reinforces, which is what? The obsession with self. Yeah. Self was the landing. It's, that's where the, the alcoholism landed. It landed on self. And it's now amplified certain qualities of self. And it's using this camouflage of self-steadiness to live its own life through us. That's why we all end up in similar places, even though we think we're quite different. I mean, obviously, the evidence is overwhelming that that you have very little to do with the situation (laughs) at this point. Yeah? So... This is why there's, it's surrender. This is not a self-help program. It's an admitting the failure of the system we have relied upon, not knowing we can move to another system, and asking for something to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. It doesn't change in year three or year eight or year 12. That's the basis, yeah? So I don't see that this it's so obscure anymore. I don't. I hope not. Here we go. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, I love the other one on page 23. These observations all about, you know, the befuddled person under the sway of alcoholism. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink. We're in that condition, most of us. We're not taking the first drink. Yeah? Why does it matter? If you're fucked, it doesn't matter why you're fucked. Yeah? It doesn't. And especially the thing that wants to wonder why it's fucked is what got you fucked. Yeah? You're relying on the system that has failed you or that brought you to this condition to sort of, you know, wax poetically about the condition and its sources and its origins. (laughs) I mean, it's insane. Let's hear from the problem about the problem. (laughs) Have you ever been to a meeting or where there's like eight chairs in a row there, the problem is talking about the problem? Thank God there's a loving presence in the room because Jesus, if it was happening on Zoom, you have certain powers. You can mute. You can walk away from the screen. Yeah. There is a solution. And the solution is not stopping drinking. It's not starting drinking. Yeah. You just don't start ever again. (laughs) 
<laughs> then you don't need a giant fucking toolkit of how to stay, how to stop. You just don't. Yeah. You travel lighter. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, that one I like a lot. These observations would be academic and pointless. That's a pretty powerful statement. If our friend never took the first drink, therefore the main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind. Yeah, my elbow isn't telling me to, you know, fucking blow up the neighbor's car. Yeah. <laughs> my elbow isn't telling me much. If you ask him why he started on that last bender, the chances are he will offer you any one of the hundred alibis. Because what's talking to you is the disease. What's talking as you is the disease. Haven't you sat with 80 different people with different names and you've spoken to the same thing? Alcoholism? Hasn't that happened? You get a call. At, at a certain point, I don't care who it is who called because what called me was alcoholism. I hear the same fucking thing. You can recognize it from a mile away. Okay. You know you're on for like a 20-minute thing that doesn't go anywhere, and you can hear this heavy breathing of the elephant in the room. Yeah. Just, I mean... It's all the, it's always where they are, but never how they get there. It's always where they are, but it's never how they get there. They just because they don't know how they got there. Yeah, and they can't bear the way it would be presented that you did it. They can't bear it anymore. They, so they want to be in denial, and I don't blame them. I was in a complete state of denial. And to couple with that, there was a complete disassociation from the body. I was living in some netherworld, like in a satellite dish, where the frequencies were just bouncing in on each other. Self-centeredness, living in a self-centered loop. I had terrible conditions in my legs, totally disassociated from them. Completely. Yeah. That was the solution of the head. What happens, you get sober, and then all the shit you seem to be conveniently avoiding catches up to you. Not as punishment, but you can't move on until they're dealt with. It's just that simple. There's got to be a certain coming to peace with the past, or the past is going to loom over you like a weather front. Yeah, You're not going to have as many sunny days. So it's time to get into the garage you know, lay on the operating table, don't play doctor, don't get up, but just follow these simple suggestions and build the momentum and you'll be, you'll end up in the habit of being sober instead of the habit of checking out. Yeah. And being a basis of every day, your days will go different. Not because of the day, but because of the basis from where you're standing in the day, which is trusting the infinite or, and not trusting the finite self. And what does that mean? Fucking not hearing the thoughts is yours. Yeah. You are not the driver in this case. You are the driven. It's important to realize. That's why the higher power doesn't come in as the driven. It comes in as the new driver. Yeah. 
the old employer and the new employer, the old driver and the new driver. Both conditions where they're driven. <laughs> you don't want your own boat. You don't. Jesus, man. Oh. Well, okay, let me get to this. Uh... Yeah, so if he keeps away from drink, he may be like normal people. But sometimes the, it was the normalcy of what people are like that caused us to drink. Because there's a bondage of self going on or at, before you pick up the drink. And to me, that's the real, that's what you get to when the influence of the alcoholism recedes. You get to see the true nature of the wrong. And it has nothing to do with drinking and using. It has nothing to do with alcoholism, really. It has to do with incredible self-centeredness to the point where identified as this mental image. Yeah. Now, some people are normal in that condition and they don't flip out. Other people like us were normal in that condition, but it wasn't, it was too much. Yeah. Maybe there was a, like they say, you know, you know, alcoholism is like a, a misdirected spiritual yearning. It's just something we feel like something's not there that causes us to be irritable, restlessness and discontent. And then what we call in to guide us in that endeavor is what fails us. And now the program is guiding us. And now we're finding some kind of peace. I couldn't be peaceful like a lot of people I know. That, that life would irritate the fuck out of me. Yeah. I wanted to look around the corner. I did. I was curious about stuff. Yeah. So here you go. Uh, once in a while, they may tell the truth. Yeah, one dart hits the board occasionally. Yeah. You throw enough darts, one's probably going to hit the board. And the truth, strangers say, is usually that he has no more idea why he took the first drink than you have. Yes. <laughs> Does it make allow you to sleep at night if you think you understand something, even if it's wrong? I mean... A wrong understanding produces a lot of unintended consequences. Yeah. So clarity is important, I feel. Yeah. And you know that thing running across the lens, the active addict in alcoholism, when it stops, you'll start seeing clearer. Yeah. You're probably not going to be able to see clearer until that fucking chaotic thing going back and forth stops which is the program of recovery yeah it puts us into a pause and maybe now we have a number of days of not starting and then a lot of other st stuff can start like the waking up process yes and the staying awake process and knowing that you are always awake process yeah which isn't a process <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Mickey, for this. I don't think it has to be so obscure 
the drive, the car does not know where it's going. Oh, it's being driven by something. When the parasite takes you over, you're not privy to its inner machinations. You're being ground down by its inner machinations. It's using you for transportation. <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> it does. Yeah, so I think he preys upon our inordinate sense of responsibility because now some of us don't even have the eyes to see that what we did while under the influence, we were not the chooser of that. We were not the doer of that. We were used by those hundred forms of fear and shit like that to produce effects, yeah? You don't want to be left holding that bag for 35 years. Yeah. The day may be so beautiful, but you can't respond to it. Every place you go, you got to bring all that old baggage with you. To me, that's not freedom. That's just another form of slavery. You're bound to the idea that you were the doer of these undoable fucking things over and over again. Disappointment upon disappointment. You've made your amends. Yeah. The mea culpas are over. Yeah, it's just check out the accountability and recognize what truly drove you was not you. You were powerless, like it says. When do you get that? When? Now, hopefully. Some grace and forgiveness will come in. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to get to that grace and forgiveness before you make amends, it may be a mental way of just trying to get out of something it doesn't want to go through. No. I'm talking about we've done the steps. I've done the ninth step. I made amends. Yeah. And after making amends, I came to another point of understanding and seeing the accountability that I have in this world, but not the responsibility. I'm accountable for my dog shitting on the neighbor's lawn. I'm not responsible for my dog shitting on the neighbor's lawn. Yeah. This to me is what I see. I see how self has defeated me and I see it was done through its manifestations. Yeah, I do not call those manifestations mine anymore. I don't, and I don't pass it on to others as theirs. I don't, yeah. So there you go. Nice to see everyone and least the Krakens. Thanks, Paul. Do we have any hands coming up? I don't see any hands. Anybody have a comment or a question to ask Paul? Oh, Ruby Rose is here in the house. Here you go. Oh. A blast from the past, Ruby. Can yeah. you unmute? There I did. you go. Did I? Did I? Yes, you are. I, you're you're on, Ruby. I'm trying to get back so I can see. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, morning. Well, it's been uh, really interesting um, the last uh, few months 
I, you know, once they opened us up and we could go back to meetings and um, what we've all learned here together, which is to me uh, just been miraculous. And so I speak, as I've heard in here a lot from page 64, and even what we read here today was another clue where it says when the malady depend, you know, gets on us, I mean, there it is again. It didn't say we went and got a malady. It said a malady came and got on top of us. Uh, what's going on now is really interesting because you can see the disease um, when it's riding hard in the rooms. It's, it's like uh, people are really pissed off at me. Um, I don't push it. I don't, I just speak from what I've learned in here. And at, at first I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Cause it was like, damn, they were there. There's some guys in there and they are really pissed off at me. My, my sponsor got pissed off at me and said, I can't do this anymore. And um, I think what was amazing to me is that I would take like we do in here, the book to them and say, okay, look, I'm not making any of this shit up. This just makes sense. And I was listening to uh, an older uh, broadcast uh, of Paul and he said, sometimes what happens is, is that there's information in us, but we don't know what to do with it. And we got in a lot of trouble as a little kid letting this information, you know, and all of a sudden I heard my mom say, you need to be quiet, you scare people. And uh, I thought, oh, I didn't know what that meant. Uh, now I do. <laughs> I don't quit. But what what I really wanted to share with y'all and with Paul and stuff is there's a, I get along really well with like the younger um, guys and uh, the rough gals because uh, I cuss like a an Irishman also. And uh, so there's just, there's a lineup there. But this one kid I talked for, he, I, he must have, he said, I listened to you for three months and I had no idea what the hell you were saying. He goes, but I just knew, I just knew. And so two days ago, I was really just gnarly, just, and I knew I needed to go to a meeting and I knew I just need to listen. And people, how you do, I said, you just need to leave me alone. I'm going to the back of the wall. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm going to have my tea up. No. I'm not up for conversation. So at the end of the meeting, he comes up, he's huge bodybuilder, right? And, but he's just like really sweet and shy. And he, and he goes, I heard it. And I said, oh, and he goes, page 64. I said, yeah. He goes, I heard it. I saw it. And then he has all, he takes down lots of notes because that helps him. And then everywhere, when we find something like this, what, that word that was in the reading today, you know, when something lays over us and, and he goes, and, and, and we don't drive, we don't drive either bus. And I said, no, we've never driven anything. We're being driven. And he had tears and he was just so freaking relieved because he's also bipolar. And I've worked with a lot of people with that, which talk about a pain in the ass. And then today when Paul was sharing, this is what I used to say in the beginning, but I didn't know what I was saying. And I, I just said, you know, 
this disease is like a fucking pimp and you and we're its whores and we don't even know that and it'll talk us into getting in that back seat and doing shit you wouldn't do and keep feeding you drugs and you can't take it anymore and you crawl out of the thing and you're never going back and heal yourself up walking along the street big pink cadillac shows up oh baby you know i didn't meet sweet talking this you know your hand goes out and you're on a run again so <laughs> it's just this disease is a friggin' pimp <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't have to get in the car anymore. And um, I also like that I, that, that the hundred forms of fear and that, you know, what takes us out, it's just, I don't have to get involved in it. It somehow, it just comes out clear. And that thing where Paul says, you just keep shooting, you keep shooting and something in it will crack. And that little like that page 64 got into one of my little guys, huge guys. And God, just to see that kind of joy and relief and shit off of the human is just, I'm once again, here I am stoked. So I just wanted to share that, you know, even if they take out after you and posse up and call you crazy ass bitch again, you just, the kind of backing that we have nowadays with this is like it's that's okay and it's if one person gets it it's so it's your whole life is worthwhile so that's it i just wanted to share yeah yeah <laughs> it's miraculous yeah you're Yeah, you're in an outpost. Yeah, I am. Yeah, but I, I'm that kind. I've always been that kind of a kind of a you know parameter person. You know, the true woman yeah. who runs well, with wolves. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Well, thanks for coming, honey. I'm happy, very happy to hear from you again. Good. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see Ruby you, Ruby is Rose. The, Ruby is the rose that's always in bloom. Ruby Rose. <laughs> you bet. It's always in bloom. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, not all news uh, gets received as good news, for sure. Oh, no, it doesn't like it. You can, you can see it. It comes like up, back, up, over, and it's, it, there's, there's a vicious, it's a, uh, it's not a, it's not a, you know. I know well, honey, don't worry. Oh, I know you do. But it's, it's always just so like, oh, wow, you know, and I, and to see that what's tough is that they don't know about this hostile takeover. They think it's them. Because I used to think those thoughts were mine. All that shit that was going on there. You know, well, what are you thinking? And then I'd freak out, you know, because there's all these thoughts in here. And I just tell some of the kids, they pray a lot. And I said, have you ever, have you ever gone to the altar and prayed what thoughts you were going to think tomorrow? They're not our thoughts. They're just thoughts, you know, and we've had some download, some crazy shit downloaded. I mean, wow. So.
I can't thank you enough because you gave me the words for the shit that's always gone on in here that my mom told me I had to be quiet about. I knew she probably thought I'd get hurt, you know, and then I, I and then, I, you know, I, the, the alcoholism did it, but it, that had to even happen or this wouldn't have happened. Because I yeah, want to, I, yeah. I kind of, I need proof in the pudding. You know, I need some tangible shit because they downloaded all this fluffy ass shit that was supposed to work with words. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> sometimes to get in the water, you have to rock the boat. <clears throat> you do. Yeah. 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 The water is sufficient enough to give you the balls to keep rocking the boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, water's great. It supports everything. You can the exercise amount of, in it. The amount of people that were drowning wasn't that amount. Probably you wouldn't have to say anything, but because uh, the problem uh, follows us into the solution, it's important yes. to attempt to describe it. And hopefully yes. see it as other really yes because if you keep yeah. calling it you it really it definitely severely handicaps you with what's possible and what's not possible no right i mean yeah. there wouldn't be a gymnast you'd stop after your first major flubs which you're fucked you do gymnastics i mean you are hurt <laughs> you know yeah. but you get up you go at it and yeah, that's well, it. And you don't, and you can't take it personal. I mean, you. This is a very strange uh, phenomena. But there, it look, really, there's it's a way. It's maybe strange, but it it's it it uh it duplicates a lot. Once you yes. start seeing it, yeah. Yeah. It's no. It's just whatever. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're not going to be elected uh, uh, the mayor. That's okay. oh, I don't. No, I. I was never. I was never interesting in running for office. No. <laughs> Any office. No. So. No, you so have to show okay. up. No, because you're going to show up to the office, and I know what's in the. I'm not going to go to the office. No. But <laughs> uh, but nice yeah. to see you, honey. Thank you for coming. All right, honey. Stay in touch with. Uh, send us. Uh, reports from the outpost. Yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to send you supplies more frequently. You, you do. No, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, even if you don't see me, I'm still here. I'm still in, oh, that's you know. Great. I, oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, All I right, had to, you know. Thank you. Yep, back to work. Thank you. Honey. Hey, Paul, yeah. this is Gary on the phone. I got a question. Hey, Gary. Hey, thanks. Um, if I could, I just, uh, I, this might be a little bit of devil's advocate, but it's like from a different point of view, maybe I'm not in the same place you guys, but you know, it's like, I, I just experienced the other morning, you know, there's all this thinking going on about addiction and, 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 and stuff, you know, like, I, I, I don't know, it is the addict thinking, but you know, what came through to me in, the, in that morning was, you're an addict. 
You know, and it was like, I guess it's what's kind of weird is who's talking, who's hearing this, who's listening to it. And in that moment, in that morning, it's like, Gary, you're an addict. Quit squirming. Just accept the diagnosis. That's it, man. And for me at that moment, that was the right answer because there's all this thinking going on thinking like, oh, well, yeah, but Paul says this and, and it's really a fake out. And, you know, there's a lot of knowledge going on. But you said like self-knowledge avails us nothing. And it's like I just got that, you know, you're a fucking addict. Don't squirm about that diagnosis. And then there was, you know, the admission of that. And then there was some amends to be made. And maybe there's more amends to be made. But, you know, I what seemed to be going on in that moment is you're, 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 trying to fool yourself here don't put the i guess you say cart before the horse don't don't put you know don't advance yourself beyond where you what you know don't think you think yourself into um you can't think yourself into recovery so i don't know it's just like i get confused here i'm i'm not sure who's hearing what you're saying because there's there seems like there's a fake out artist that says Oh, yeah, I get this. I understand what Paul's saying. Uh, it's not really me. Well, sometimes that one hearing it is the addiction. And it says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with this. I, I I got this. And and so, I don't know. I just wanted to run that by you because uh, it seemed in that moment that, you know, I was being pinned. and And it was better to, like you say, stay down. When you're pinned, you're down, and don't try to get up when you're, you don't. Yeah, you but see, Gary, what, what, the understanding we're presenting here is that that which is struggling isn't you. It's more the aspect of the disease, yeah? And yes. also, yes. the wolf will appear in sheep's clothing, but after a while, you can see through the sheep's clothing and recognize it's the wolf. So, and there will be uh, and many, many times you'll have that opportunity to see the wolf in sheep's clothing. So, yeah, but what was just sharing now, or not sharing, but that, that agitation and frustration is not of you, it's of the mental condition, which is where the problem resides, yeah? So yeah, you see it yeah. as you start seeing it as not you. Uh, right. The agitation, the confusion, the 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 resistance, the whole mental acting is is that addiction. It's selfing or what whatever you want well, to call it. the other side too, the thinking you're feeling great and everything else is also becomes uninteresting after a while. Yeah. 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 If I don't get pulled yeah, into the feeling great, great, then the fear about uh, feeling bad doesn't have such a loud volume. Yes. If you hear one station, you're going to have, you'll probably hear the sister station. So you start losing interest and you're just here. And there's a, 
a lot of guest cameo appearances, birds, fucking cats, thoughts, things like that. But you're like the space that's never moved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, an awareness. I don't mean consciousness. I mean awareness. Yeah. Conscious, I don't want to get into it, but uh, yeah. So some of what yeah, yeah, saying, I hear what was, hmm? I hear that, and I feel that sometimes. It's just that the thoughts about it confuse. You know, it's like... Of course, that. that's what I want to do. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's okay. That just that that the thoughts about it confused, and then and then you know there's just a lot of confusion, and and it is true. And then in moments it says, "Oh, see that confusion? That's that's not you." And and that's kind of a clear. Yeah, you know, that's like those bugs. It's like those bugs that those bugs that ski on the surface of ponds. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. there's an obsession with the with the weight they produce. This is the, yeah, the water isn't being disturbed. Okay. Well, I just wanted to put it out there because there's know, a deepness. There's a deepness of us that isn't plastered onto the surface. Yes. Some of the surface chatter never echoes to that deep place. You just start losing interest in these things and you're in that process and then you become a, a, a deep ocean dweller, so to speak. Yeah, it just that's what starts happening. <laughs> and I, I hear that you've, you've done your amends and I hear that, you know, trying to do it before those amends is misplaced. It may, so, in, in most cases, I would say it would be because now you're trying to get uh, like a free pass not to do the amends with some philosophy and yeah. stuff. No, we've done that. We've done all that. And I, there was an obvious recognition that the manifestations of self are not my manifestations, yet the way we speak or what speaks through us or how we speak is constantly proclaiming an allegiance to that. And I feel like you have to become awake to that situation or you're going to be asleep to a lot of other situations. <laughs> That's all. And uh, yeah, and some of that is feeling instead of having a narcoticized confusion and agitation, you really see the you know, the water things popping off the hot pan. That's what happens. It's part of the admission. Yeah. What you've been trying to conveniently avoid and live like a tranced out, you know, shallow dweller, you have to see through. Yeah. It's part of the, it's part of the admission in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. People take and pills don't. not to see that stuff going on. They take one pill and then they take another pill and they, yeah, yeah. there's a, uh, but man, there's such free swimming underneath it. If you can just trust this process. Yeah. 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 It's uh, and it's, it's 
not Gary free swimming underneath it. No, Gary is is a reflection on the surface. That's what Gary is. Gary is an activity of sequential reflections, mentally accumulated to give you an illust a book of illustrations. Life as Gary, yes. Anyway, thanks for thanks for listening, um, Paul. I just kind of wanted to um, blab that out there and bounce it off. Yeah, I understand it. Years. I understand it, Gary. I've watched you now for a few years, three years, and so so. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, like sometimes. Go ahead. It's sort of like a deep dive. So here you are watching the video of someone deep dive and the reports that are given at certain points are quite familiar to others reporting this deep dive <laughs> yes or what you've been through yourself so you have an understanding of what's going what's being talked about yeah and i'm telling you there's a lot more available don't try to swing up swim up to the surface let go yeah yeah this is not a swimming up and changing that it's it's a diving down and it's not you diving the momentum has shifted you're going down yeah yeah so my question you is, is it all you like. hmm? my question is is it you know it's like i get stuck here like Maybe there's more amends to be made. Maybe I'm avoiding something. And, and you know, how do I know that? Is, well, ask is that it, question then. Just ask yourself, Gary, ask yourself a question. What is it I know that I don't want to know? Yeah, and it probably it'll be a hollow echo. You've probably done your amends and shit like that. It's just the head trying to cause trouble. Yeah, but you can ask that. Sit and go, what is it? I know that I don't want to know. I know that I've made okay. the amends, but my head doesn't want to know that because it wants to fucking shake the bottle up. Yeah, so just you'll see. You'll see it. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Thanks, the thing Gary. is, whatever you see, Gary, isn't, isn't going to change the fucking momentum. It's a done deal. Your head is in the tiger's mouth, as a great master said. Yeah? This is just flailings. It's like the last, I had a demonstration of it the day I got struck sober. And then a woman was gonna come up and help me that I knew. And so that was about a two hour drive to get to where I was. And when I got in her car, there was like, at least to this point, the last alcoholic hurrah. I try to talk to her, talk her into getting some coke and doing some shit we used to do. And she wouldn't have any of it, yeah? So it was like weak, it didn't have much oomph, and, but it still went, ah, and then uh, it was put to rest, so to speak, yeah? So yeah. you're, 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 this 
this aspect of agitation is getting weaker. It's not getting stronger. That's the momentum. Not the, not the well, at 205, it was incredibly strong. I'm talking about the curve it's on. It's getting weaker. Yes? It's getting to its sunset moment, whilst the light is getting stronger. Yeah? Now, the head wants to act as the exact opposite is the basis. Yeah? Any moment, I could be worse than I ever was. No, probably that's not going to happen right now. Yeah? Journey has been set, the direction has been set, the momentum is there. Trust the process. Don't get you know, don't get up off the table, don't leave before the miracle. It's that simple. Yes. Yeah. 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 See, it's never going to adhere to or comply with the fact that the die is set. It isn't. It wants to. It wants to keep constantly believing it has a choice. It has some say and relevance. Its 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 light was reflected. It's dimming out. Act as if it, that's true. Yes. Hmm. Don't don't believe you you're in good hands. Act as if you're in good hands. It's past the point of believing. Act as if in your you're in good hands. Yes. The head just wants to say, look at the surface, look at the surface, but it's getting brought down, you see? It wants the attention to go there when it's actually going. Yeah. Yeah. There's more peace right where you are than the head will ever imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's past this point of no return. Hallelujah. You can, as, you know, you can have a, a, a healthy thing. Well, if I drink, it could. Yes, but you're not drinking today. So one, in a sense, you've, you've passed the point of no return. Yeah. It's a nice way to sort of... <clears throat> Taking taking something yeah. for a fact and taking something for granted is different. I take the sobriety for a fact. I don't take the sobriety for granted. But I take sobriety as a fact. Most of the other shit is false evidence in the space of that fact. Yes? My head, I will be loaded. I was loaded. I don't care. I'm not loaded. Yeah? I'm not being driven by the lower employer. Yeah, <laughs> just not. So that's a fact. I don't take it for granted. But I don't, I don't, I act as if it's so because it is. Yeah, that's as simple. The fake it till you make it is past, it's past that point. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, like, uh, and this may be objection or something, but you know, what came to me the other morning was like this diagnosis of being an addict 
is a diagnosis. It's like I have, you know, it'd be like a diagnosis of having diabetes. Once you have that diagnosis, there's certain things you still got to do to take care that you don't, you know, have a bad, you know, you still got to take your insulin. And so, you know, that did it. You still don't walk into bars or you don't do stuff that would, you know, that, that an addict would, you know, cause them to be acting out, right? So it's sort of like that there's something practical to this too. You know, you don't, what is it? Yeah, say? you're you in the habit of it. You're in the habit of being sober. You're not in the habit of walking into bars anymore. Habits right. are thoughts without actions. I'm not thinking myself into good action anymore. I'm having, I'm do, I'm doing good actions without thought. That's different. Yeah. But you still, you're, if somebody sober. came up and said, if somebody came up and said, "Hey, you want to go into a bar?" You know, you. I see you're not having trouble with drinking. Then you still might say no, right? Well, I might say yes. I don't know. I That's the yes. point. Going to the bar doesn't mean yeah, I'm going to have a shot of whiskey. It's just going to the bar. Yeah. 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 If somebody really wanted me to go to a bar to hear some good music, yeah, far out. And I've, yeah. It doesn't mean... Uh, I don't wear like a certain like <clears throat> emblem, you know, AA. It's like, yeah. I haven't been in a bar in a long, 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 long time. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, bro. The exact. Go ahead. Something's got you anxious. Uh, yeah not you so there you go yeah you know what to do to yeah. take care of your sobriety to a point yes at least about neighbor, good neighborhoods or bad neighborhoods and intentions don't you at this point yeah 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 so rely on that why why would you want to rely on the head Yeah, so you're saying rely on the good habits, not not the thinking. Well, yes, for sure. That's where the problem right. resides. Yeah. yeah. The problem resides in the mind, the activity, the small m mind, which obviously the main one is the transfer of information and narration through thoughts. Yeah. They they that system has been infected by the disease by the parasite yeah yeah so it disguises yeah. its thoughts as your thoughts through identification as the thinker yeah yeah you've heard that you understand that and you've obviously have recognized a lot of thoughts as not yours yeah that ability to recognize is uh can recognize one thought or 800,000 thoughts as not yours. It's the ability to recognize is in place. Yeah? 
You're in the habit of being sober. <laughs> that's that's what it is. But it seems like no thought is. It seems like they're all infected. Every, every oh, it, it doesn't matter about that. That's not your purview anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the administrator of the system. No. You've made a decision in this life to turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power. Yes? Yes. Yes. So something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. Yes? And so the, your new administrator isn't called you. Yeah? No. You follow the suggestions. You have been brought to a, the habit of being sober. There you go. The level of maintenance has probably gone down. The machinery is working pretty well. Yeah. You don't need to oil it with more thoughts. So hopefully you see the it's the problem talking about the solution. That recognition, you'll lose interest in what the problem's saying because you'll be listening to the success of the solution. You want to call it the great silence or whatever, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have a, if you don't have a flaw, F-L-O-O-R, you're probably going to have an incredible immunity to advertising for rugs. Yes. It's just sort of be, it was, it's built in now with the knowledge that you don't have a place to put a rug, you're probably not going to buy one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just simple, simple clarity. So you're now on a new basis. The head wants to act like you're on an old basis. That's all. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah. So could you interpret that, um, that, I'm a little confused there that, 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 I don't know. I just didn't pick up that last one about how the head, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't even say it right. The head's no, that, back, you yeah. know, the, the old employer is coming to the office, you know. You're not going to yeah. be the one that walks them off the grounds. The higher power does. All right. I, I guess that just means doing this program, working the program, calling people. Well, it, hopefully work. it's working you. So, yeah, just. Uh, when something's working you, I think there's less thought and effort or less sweating it out. Yeah. 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 But this is why we have this venue. So you can, uh, so we can talk like this and see what we can see and see what we can't see and be both all right in both conditions. Yeah. <laughs> 
You have to realize one thing in a sense, let's say spirit and then the head, the head has a different value system than spirit does. The head lends a lot of value to a lot of things and brings about a lot of believing in false evidence as appearing real. Yeah. The spirit, uh, whatever you want to call it, It goes about things a different way, I feel. Yeah, there's just a, there's no vanquishing or anything. There's just a loss of interest in it, in stuff. Yeah, and you just feel uh, a deep relaxation because you're not stressed out about a lot of shit you can't, have nothing to do with, really. Yeah, and uh, yeah. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, look over the mountain. I just seeing right where I am, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So the head gets a little uh, agitated and then it plays its little subtle, you know, three little uh, P under three things, tries to do a little this. Yeah. Confuse your, mm. uh, your surface state. Yeah. Yeah. You never want to look at that from above. You want to see it from below. Yeah. When you see it from below. Uh, yeah. It's a, when you try to f figure out the mental through the mental, it's ultimately more disturbing. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and that's the thing. It's like everything, like you say, it's bring it to conscious contact. It's sort of the mind catches that and then it it kind of runs with the ball. And, and that's a moment of confusion. It's like, oh, wow, what's, which one's the reflection and which one's the depth? And, and uh, you know, <laughs> who's well, bro, it's actually out? neither. It's really neither. This assurance is so deep because you are what you're looking for. You're not looking for depth. You are the depth. Yeah? It's not one or the other. It's not the confusing or the depth. The confusing and the depth are appearing in us. Yeah. That's the great assurance. The great assurance isn't in opposites. I'm not living a great assurance that I'm always going to be on this side and never on that side. It's a recognizing those two opposites are of the same aspect and you're something other than that. You're bigger. Yes? So it's you don't have to have the one that feels so fragile that it can only be peaceful if the confusing aspect shuts up. That's not you. Yeah? You're neither of those. Because in this, this one fragile, peaceful condition is completely based on not having this confusing, anxious condition. You're not of that. Yeah, you're below. 
Yeah, you wear, you're below where opposites don't start. Yeah, it's not either this or that. That's a mental deal. Okay, for you to have that, this has to happen. This isn't what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about below. A spiritual awakening is not an opposite. A spiritual awakening doesn't produce its own breed of anxiety and fear. It doesn't. Yeah? It's not like now that I got clear here, I'm more, more afraid of its effect on the opposite, of this China-like clarity that can be broken at any moment. No, it's dog shit awareness. It's underneath it. Yeah? Yeah. This doesn't, following this doesn't lead you to an island of this and that. Yes. It, it leads to the ocean that those islands are appearing in. That's where it is. Yeah. You don't win. You don't get relieved from duality by standing on one of the islands constantly living in fear the other island is going to move on you. That's not it. It's a piece from opposites. The good and the bad. Like it says in our, our one of the steps, you know, take all of me, the good and the bad. Take all of me, the good and the bad. Yes? We're not one without the other. There's something all, there's some, the all of us, is what allows the good and the bad, yes? Yeah. I want to give the bad, keep this good, a little bit of this good, and a little taste of this bad. I like a little of that. No, all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is why we have this platform. So when you're feeling like confused and you're gulping up on the surface, Maybe you can get a sense of what's underneath, yeah? Because that's where the relief comes from to me. I believe relief is prior to the bondage, not after the bondage, yes? I do. I believe it's a state in and of itself. It's not a, it's not a, a reaction or an anti-effect, you know, stress, relief. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about a relief that passeth understanding, yes? I'm going to call it peace, whatever. Yeah, these are... I almost wish this would have different lengths. The mental state plays this. The mental state has a debating team of policeman thief. It loves to go off and on about the da-da-da-da-da-da-da as if they have great relevance. Yeah, yeah. This is why you see thoughts as not yours, you lose interest in them. Yeah. But who sees thoughts as not yours? Oh, Gary, I'm gonna come up there and slap you soon, very soon. Okay. Just a Sounds seeing like of it. it. There's no Gary's, there's a seeing of it. Do you believe that you're a thing? Do 
Do you believe that if yeah, there's awareness, there must be someone who's having the awareness that's directing the awareness? And then that someone has the quality of not being aware also? I do. <laughs> because <laughs> there you go. And you're not that which believes it. So hallelujah. Yeah. See, if you believe that Gary <laughs> is going to be doing and doing and undoing and undoing and not doing and not doing, and if it's always going to be a someone there, that you've just been in the depths of the mental condition, which is like a like a puddle. Yeah. Yeah. So. Paul, uh, you yes. have a couple you. more questions. All right. Yes. Do you want to move on? Yes. Okay, Gary, uh, Sky. I love you, Gary. Sky. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Oh, it's, yes, yeah, Sky. How are you? Yes, it's me. I'm wonderful. I kind of just wanted to like give praise for like that I'm not me. That's why I feel like a miniature you. Like I feel like the Riff Cadet has taken over me and like I now like trust that the infinite like is unlimited like with my vocabulary and with my riffs like sometimes I'll be like oh what I said was just like perfectly from spirit and so divine like I can like rewrite what I said on a video because the students have appeared like when the student's ready, the teacher has appeared and the teacher's me. And I sound like you, but it's not you. It's spirit in both of us. That's why we sound so similar and we giggle at the same things because it's not us. We've been taken over by a riff cadet. Um, and it's like, it's so fun. Um, but it like, I love how you can just go, okay, I'm gonna go in again. And it's just as good, if not better. Cause you trust that it's like the trust fall, you know? in the deep diving. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank okay. you. Nice to see you, Sky. Yes. What's nice okay. above is what's below. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyone else? Yes, sir. Annette has been patiently waiting. All right, Annette. Uh, hi, everybody. I, I just wanted to thank you, Paul, because you've I, I had a question and I'm thinking about someone who actually is in active addiction and he's very smart and he's really cunning, baffling and powerful in a lot of different ways. And I'm trying to help his roommate, who's an old friend of mine. But you hit on an idea that was uh, you hit on this idea, you know, uh, and aside from any of the science like the the path, the pathogen inside us develops a, a deep, dark groove, a pattern in our record of existence, like, and whether or not it's in our active addiction, that pattern shows up. It shows up when someone like Rose, who's a senior person in sobriety, it seems to me, I don't know you, Rose, goes into a room to speak her truth and then gets criticized. 
you know, it is that pattern that we have. We slip back into these old thoughts and behaviors, you know, and when they're in a room and we act like our old, whatever adjective you want to put in, like stubborn self, hard to convince self, blah, blah, blah. That's one thing. But when it happens in our behavior, we can slide back into addiction. That's how easily our mind gets grooved by addiction. So that's all I wanted to say. And thank you because you've given me, uh, you've given me a way to explain this to my friend who's not an addict, but has mm. been affected by people who've been addicts his whole life. So before yes. he, before he puts up an immovable boundary, you know, I want to try to help him and explain to him about his friend. And it occurred yeah. to me also that the problem with his friend is an absolute uh, non-surrender. So thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. I don't know. Yes. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it does. There's no thank you. Thank you in that. Yeah. Sooner or later, even though that maybe I'm wrong comes over you, you've got to just ride the horse first and see how it plays out. And then you're going to grow into a, a trusting and a faith. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens. And it does, they, they mentioned it in the big book where people will do some absurd things with this idea of the higher power. But after a while, yeah, there's certain a groove. Yeah. Yeah, so it's okay to be wrong just because by, let's say, the example of being wrong, you get the ears to hear what's right, yeah? So there's value in everything. I would say part of the not doing anything at times when there's a call for movement or action uh, I would say is the worst than being right or wrong in a way. So yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, th this person is powerful. They are intelligent, well-educated, have worked in addiction care and they are using all their stories, you know, well, all you can do is what you can do, honey. It's not up to us, the results. No. But if, no. You're, if you're moved to, to share, then share. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have it by giving it away. So this is. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. Anyone else, Mickey? Are you ready for one last hand? Yeah, sure. Don Donovan has his hand up. I could go on for hours today. I'm ready to <laughs> go more than the 12 rounds. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> hey, Paul, it's Donovan. How are you today? All right, Donovan. Good, good. Hey, appreciate you very much. So I just wanted to run by, this is kind of where I landed, wanted to see uh, what you thought. Would you say uh, awareness is spirit and the thoughts are the self that defeated us? 
I wouldn't say, I would say awareness is spirit, yes, but it isn't the thoughts uh, that have defeated us. It's the identification as the thinker. Yeah, and then the thoughts are used to defeat, just like manifestations are used by this, this fixation on self to defeat us, yeah? So in this case, the self manifesting as the thinker is using thoughts to defeat us, yes. Self-manifested in various ways. Yeah, so self, in that case, when we, the way we usually react to thoughts is we react from this, the sense of being the thinker. I would say that's a manifestation of self. Yeah. Because when you were a young kid or a baby, there was thoughts going on, yet there was not a reaction to them as you were the thinker of them. I'm pretty sure. And so, uh, what the, the self manifests and then uses a lot of stuff to, to produce, let's say, the defeat. To the self, it's not a defeat, it's a victory. It's to the one that's being oppressed by self, it's a defeat, yeah? So, the self is doing, the. it's not self, it's selfing, really. It's a more of a movement, but that movement is using whatever is going on and claiming it. So, the way the thoughts are claimed is as you are the thinker, yeah? So, as the way actions are claimed, you are the doer, yeah? The way problems are claimed, they're yours. Yeah. So this is just, uh, it's like a modus operandi. That's pretty, so the specifics become less important because you see the pattern. Yeah. So I don't like, I don't care. I don't care why something happened. If it keeps happening, I like it to stop, let's say. Yeah. I don't care about knowledge. If like, a, you know, if I'm a professor of holes, I keep falling into holes. What's the point of that knowledge? I would think the knowledge, the point of it was to allow us to avoid holes. <laughs> that's what I would think. So, yeah, well, that's right. It's so kind of like I. you say, right? It follows like, uh, you know, knowledge of self, uh, self-knowledge of L does nothing, but knowledge of self is everything. I think it's well, very valuable. Yes, very because, valuable at least, right? Because that way, the thoughts, the thoughts will have a lot of sway on you, no matter what you do, if you keep uh, dancing with them as a, the thinker. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, <laughs> because it's then grab all the everything. thoughts, right. all the thoughts have that cool. sense of my already, and so now uh, it's almost like the you've already lost the bet before the wager occurs because now you're trying to get out of what you think you're in where the real freedom is realizing you're not in, I feel. Yeah. So I, and being into the thoughts is usually really is the thinker really. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to grab everything. It's going to grab everything it can, but it already yes. has everything. It does. It, it's whatever it comes into contact with. There was an old, uh, an old Tibetan 
guy named, he's passed away. He actually was an alcoholic, I'm pretty sure, uh, Trungpa Rinpoche. And he read a very cool book, uh, Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism. And the first paragraph of that book, he gives you the warning. He says, and he uses the term ego. He says, first thing, basically, I'm paraphrasing. But the thing you need to know most is the ego is going to take advantage of everything it comes into contact with. Yes? So this is what, to me, is the selfing. It's We bring it into contact because we are the vehicle of consciousness. It's a mental activity. And then when it gets brought into contact with something, it claims that something to verify and to reaffirm its story, which is you're a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. That's the cause of everything, the doer of everything, the thinker of everything. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, to me, that's the bondage of self. So, yeah. Self comes yeah, with a lot of bondage, obviously. You get bound to a past that's that's it naturally is forgotten because it yeah a new moment occurs yeah but we get bound to the past of past moments through this this selfing yes of being the one who was at that moment and the one who's at this moment that's the only made up continuum really other than the space of the moment of here and now, the things and the particulars are different. They already dried up and moved. Yeah. But the story is, <laughs> it was us. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the basic broad claimings is that it's me that's been here all the time. <laughs> And we'll just forget the eight hours we're asleep, you know. <laughs> Basically, nothing happens without me. Well, you're out to lunch eight hours every day, some of us. It seems things keep going on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot Thanks, of things yeah. that can happen in those eight hours. And uh, I'd much rather hang out uh, over here with awareness and seems uh seems a lot more peaceful so thank yes. you paul i uh yeah i'm with you there yes thank you and that's it for today paul oh well it isn't really we'll be back at 4 30. that's Pacific right time. so if you got the gonads for another round show up show up <clears throat> yes it's bare knuckle time at 4 30. Oh, here no we 12 go. ounce gloves, no 12 ounce gloves, just hand to hand combat. <laughs> <laughs> so, 4 30 Pacific time, we have a talk. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, thanks, Mickey. Let me say goodbye to everybody. I'm happy to, to, uh, to be here. Uh, we got Al from Vegas. Nice to see you, Al. Thanks for uh, your attention in time yep carrie as always always a pleasure to see you we got kathy nice to see you kathy thanks for sticking along with us yep walter the brother from another mother we got mickey thank you mickey ran a great meeting it was one of your shorter readings today it was pretty good <laughs> not full of stuff though 
Ruby Rose, yes. Don't remember, there's a lot of reinforcements here, honey. You won't be left alone in that outpost. Yes. We got uh, John from Florida. Always a pleasure. Nice to see you, John. There's our man from Tucson. There he is. Nice to see you, my friend. Yep. Thank you, sir. You're the best, brother. You're welcome. We got Annette. Uh, now, there she comes. She's just popped in. Nice to see you, Annette. We have someone that was on the phone. I think it was Gary. He's here still. Uh, we got Kathleen. Kathleen uh, is just happy now. The confusion is gone. Yes. There wasn't any anyway. Yes. Just happy. Joseph from France. Nice to see you, Joseph. Always a pleasure. Oh, there's Jess from Ireland. Nice to see Jess. Very good. It gives me an Italian smile when I see Jess. Yes. Nice. We've got uh, Martin. Nice to see you there, Martin. Alex and Jacob, as always, always a pleasure to be a part of your both of your lives and vice versa. We've got Natalie Kay. Nice to see you, Natalie. Anu, as always, thank you, honey. We had a lovely little hang out in Palm Springs for a few days. Very nice. Looks like they had a heavy duty sandstorm there yesterday. Yeah. We got Chris, Chris B. Uh, we got James Lebowski. He seems to be upstairs now. I think he's moved from the uh, downstairs bedroom. They let him up. Okay. Roman, as always. Nice to see you, Roman. Uh, Steve, uh, I met Steve in San Diego. That was a pleasure. Nice to see you, Steve. We got Miranda. Pleasure. All's well, honey. Uh, good, good. Jack, as always. Kaiser, Kaiser's uh, dropped in. Always nice to see him. Can you have old days from Zoom? I guess so. The old days of Zoom. There's Nina. She's been uh, she's been on board the whole journey here. Wow. Yeah. Jeffrey in Seattle. There's driving, I hope not. Bill Churchman, as always. We got John. Nice to see you, John. Bruce. There he is. Nice to see you, Bruce. Uh, we got Brian, our little transcendent reggae character. That's nice. Grateful Dave. He's got the right shirt on. We got Oliver from Berlin. Nice to see you, Oliver. Chris from Mammoth Lakes. Hopefully you're warm there, bro. Love you, brother. Yeah, nice to see you. Thank you. I thank you for that. Sally. Nice to see Sally. Danny in California, Gail, the pink cloud. Oh, yes. Mia, Mia has survived. She's, she's hopefully okay. Laurie, uh, I think that's about it. Let me see. Hey, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Again, we'll see you later if you like and not. I'll see you soon. And thanks, thanks for all Paul. the support.